Hey there, Tony here with the Rhyme Time Podcast, episode number eight. Can't wait for number eight. Well, I hope you're having a great week, a great August so far. We're sort of halfway through August already. And we've actually had some wonderful August weather here in Colorado. I hope it's been good where you are. I know some people are having some heat and we're just having uh, less than the normal heat. So I love that. Uh, Well, there's the weather report for you. Now the news and sports at half past the... Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'd like to welcome you once again, like I said, to the Rhyme Time Podcast. My name's Tony, Tony Funderburk. You can find this podcast and subscribe to it at TonyFunderburk.com. And um, there you'll find all kinds of things that I do where I'm writing for kids with um, every way that I can think of anyway. And every week I post here on the podcast um, the audio version of all the rhyming parts of my blog posts. So uh, I won't hesitate any longer. I'll get right into it. The first blog post of this past week, the rhyme time part anyway, is about dancing in the kitchen. And um, we do that here at the Funder Ranch from time to time when we're in a good mood and we're cooking up something we like. And this, um, oh, it was just a few days ago, we were. We were cooking up some stuff that we really like, and so it just made me think of this, and I hope you get a kick out of it. Cooking up black beans, biscuits, and butter. I'll be the chopper, and you be the cutter. We need a salsa, also a salad. Put on some music, Bach, or a ballad. Dance in the kitchen, turn up the laughter. Times like this, live here ever after. Pepper jack cheese on a crisp tortilla. A dash of salt and some mantequilla. Dance in the kitchen with a song and smile. Times like this make life worthwhile. Mm-mm. I remember the black beans and the crisp tortillas. Um, ah, pepper jack cheese. I don't know if you like that kind of food, but I love that kind of food. It's good. Okay. Now for the second rhyme time post, I was telling you to think about nothing. Okay, quick, think about nothing. Yeah, you can't do it, can you? That was the whole point. And so uh, I thought, well, if you can't think about nothing, you have to think about something. And if you're thinking about something all the time, then there's no way you can think about nothing, and nothing doesn't really even exist anyway. <laughs> oh, see what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wrote, think about nothing as fast as you can. Then try to make up a fantastic plan with all those thoughts about nothing you thought. Then what will you do? Well, nothing, that's what. Because nothing is nothing you can think about. It doesn't exist, so you can't leave it out. Oh, all of this thinking makes my head feel light. So I'll think about nothing else tonight. How about that? Can you think of nothing? Alright, the third Rhyme Time post. I wanted everybody to have a fun day. Yeah, I think that's a pretty noble thing to, to want for people. Have a fun day. Whatever it is you're doing, I hope you have fun today. And... Really all it takes is enjoying what you do and just having a good attitude and, you know, like the old song says, letting a smile be your umbrella. Well, I just wrote a quick little thing to maybe get you in the mood. 
Have a fun day, whatever you do. Someone else might. You might as well, too. Whether there's sun or whether there's rain, when life has lemons, grab a sugar cane. Never can tell when your neighbor might benefit from your bouncy bright light. Something you do or something you say might help somebody to have a fun day. Sometimes, you know, if you help somebody else have a nice day, it makes you have a nice day. There's just something... It's funny how that works. Try it out. Okay, now I got a riddle for you. This Rhyme Time post is a rhyming riddle. And I'm asking you to guess where I am now. I bet you can't do it. I bet you can't guess where I am now in this Rhyme Time riddle. It's kind of hard, but if you think about it and you listen close, all the clues are there. Okay? Here it goes. Can you guess where I am now? I'm hiding in plain sight. You might think I'm in the grass, and you'd almost be just right. But the grass is just close by. It can see me, so can you. If you know right where to look, if you read this riddle through, I'm in something you might love, and on something you might see. In the front yard or in back. Take a look, and you'll see me. Little bugs crawl on my face, and some worms dig down inside. Where my wrinkles crinkle up, there are places they can hide. But now here's a little twist. I am somewhere else as well. In a puppy? In a dog? Read this riddle. It will tell. If that puppy sees a cat climbing up the aspen bough, then the clues will all be there, showing you where I am now. Did you get it? You know where I am? Got to figure it out? If you do, why don't you write to me on TonyFunderburg.com. You can write to me at Tony at TonyFunderburg.com or you can fill out the little email form on there and tell me if you figured it out. Okay, the next rhyme time is a, I guess, a little story about me, sort of. And I wrote that my story is a simple one. And it's a simple one to tell. So, I'll just get right into it. This rhyme time is about my story. You look at the rhyme time post on my website, and you'll see the little book there. It's my story. My story is a simple one to tell. I hope it touches nerves. I hope it rings a bell. I tried to do the very best I could. I loved my fellow man. Not always like I should. There were some words and deeds I should have skipped. Sometimes I stood up proud, and after that, I tripped. As I grew up, I loved to laugh and smile. When others joined right in, it made it all worthwhile. So I began to write, compose, and sing. My music and my words were there through everything. I found that children loved my silly rhymes. Their grace reminded me of bygone, simpler times. Then I began to write some picture books and drew some characters with loony, loopy looks. I wrote about imaginary dreams with universal truth and happy ending themes. The writer's life was mine for many years. With consonants and vowels, I wrote of smiles and tears. I think I touched some lives for just a bit. I tried to kindle hope and keep it brightly lit. 
but then I passed away with no farewell. My story is a simple one to tell. Sounds kind of sad, but really it's just the way it is. That's the way it is with everyone. You, you're here for a brief time and then you're gone. And about all you can hope to do is leave a little part of you behind. And that's what I'm hoping to do with all these things that I write. Hope you enjoy that part. Okay. Now, this one is about the ink for the pen. There are probably plenty of you who don't even use a pen all that much anymore. You probably, if you're writing anything, you, you might just be typing it into a, a computer like I do most of my writing now that way. And you might not even know about what they used to have, uh, a fountain pen. It's called a fountain pen. And they would do that because, I mean, they would call it that because um, you would take this pen and it had a little lever on it and you'd pull this lever and dip it into this inkwell and it would suck up this ink into the pen and then you would write that way. And then they came out with this fancy version of it that you just had to stick in a cartridge of ink and the ink would flow like from a fountain. Sounds pretty high-tech, doesn't it? Not really. Well, anyway, it got me to thinking about it, and then I thought about the ink for the pen is really just a visual representation of your thoughts. And so a lot of what you write about is what you see. And what I, what I write about are the things that I observe. And so as I observe things going on in life, I write about it, and if I'm using a pen... That ink goes on the paper, and it's sort of like the things that I saw became the ink for the pen. It's a metaphor. Yeah, you have to work with me on it, okay? So, anyway, I wrote this one. It's called The Ink for the Pen. The little girl who fell and bruised her knee on the ground didn't know her tears were some more ink for the pen. The little boy who ran and laughed and jumped all around didn't know his giggles were more ink for the pen. The dog that chased a ball and caught it right in the air didn't know its wagging tail was ink for the pen. The ducks that saw the dog and then scattered everywhere didn't know they quacked up some more ink for the pen. The loved ones who were here but have since passed away didn't know their lives provided ink for the pen. Until I leave this world and my body's cast away, I'll write about this love that brings me ink for the pen. So, I hope that sort of made sense to you. And I don't know, maybe in some way uh, it's kind of goofy, but to me, it kind of makes sense. You see things, they become your thoughts, the thoughts become ideas, you form those into words and sentences and you write them down and it's sort of like, it going from ideas to ink to, you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, the final rhyme time for this past week was Dazzle Candy. Yeah, Dazzle Candy? Oh, well, I wrote this one on Sunday morning in, uh, gosh, what is it? August 11th in 2013. So, if you're hearing this on the regularly scheduled time for this blog post, uh, excuse me, for this Rhyme Time podcast, then you're hearing it just a day later. But this is called Dazzle Candy. It's another metaphor. And if you need to know what metaphor is, look it up. It's a good, cool word. It's a good thing to use. All right, Dazzle Candy. 
When you don't feel fine and dandy, find yourself some dazzle candy. You could munch on lightning sweets and tons of fat-free thunder treats. Cause dazzle candy isn't bad. It doesn't leave you feeling sad or longing for another bite. It satisfies your soul just right. Things that truly come in handy, you can find in dazzle candy. Inspiration, motivation, knowledge of your own creation. Make yourself a heartfelt promise, and don't be a doubting Thomas. Seek the truth that sets you free. That's where you'll find Dazzle Candy. Now, I don't know if you heard in the background while I was reading that. There's a bunch of coyotes that live a little further up the mountain here, and I hear them just about every night. They start howling. Um, sometimes I found out that sometimes they do that when they're getting together or uh, they need to get together and they, they howl out to each other. Sometimes it's when one uh, kills something and they all go join together to eat it. And uh, anyway, if you heard the little sounds in the background, it was coyotes on Green Mountain. Okay, that does it for another week's uh, Rhyme Time podcast. I'm Tony, Tony Funderburk. Find all this and so much more at TonyFunderburg.com. I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast if you're not already and tell all your friends and family and 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 say there's this wacky guy you know he writes all these little rhymes and he and then he goes crazy and reads them and then you hear it and ah it's just it's wacky you got to listen to this guy or something to that effect okay so in the meantime i hope you have a great week hope to see you next week and keep rhyming and god bless <laughs>